Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. And at long last, the three hosts that you are obsessed with are finally back together in the very same Zoom room. The gang's finally back. Everyone, everyone touch digital hands. Oh, I can feel you. Ooh, they're so soft. (laughs) I am your host, Sean Dunham, and I am joined by the traveling scholar, Sonia Stanger, and the man who broke the Rate My Professor spicy meter, Jeremy (laughs) Lequee. I'm sorry, I I am. I am am looking myself up right now. (laughs) I think they took it off. See what the kids are saying. I think they took it off because it was a lot of misogynistic things were happening with the spicy pepper. Oh, no. Man, people got to wreck stuff. People use yeah. the peppers for evil, for and not in the way it was supposed to be used. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Welcome back, you guys. You look so different. Hey. I haven't seen I haven't seen hide nor hair in months. Well, yeah, it's, no, it's been true. ages. I grew this I grew this mustache to let you know that time had passed. Oh, I can tell. It's Didn't it? <laughs> it, it's Snow White. It's really mm-hmm, time has really mm-hmm. passed. Yeah, it's all di- it's all different now. Whew. Um, uh, and then, in honor of us getting back together, we are going to do an episode about reunions. Yeah. In honor of this beautiful reunion we're having. Yeah. Feels so good. Feels so good. Um, I think I sang that last time. This brings me to the most pressing question I have. What did you miss most about me? <laughs> Who's going first? <laughs> You're rapey your wit with questions like that, John. It's true. God, Sean. It's a good Sean, thing you didn't mispronounce you... that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. That's what I miss. Sean, there there are things that you are able to cut to the heart of, mm. and I did miss that. And a few times, I was like, "This needs a Sean Dunham. That's what this needs. That's wow. what this situation requires." Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. To pump my tire. Um, and you deserve it, baby. Listeners may not know that I just finished uh, an epic turn of Sir Bevedere in uh, Spamalot, the musical, but it also means that my body is twisted, broken, mangled. (laughs) I'm hobbling like a gnarled tree root around my house today. (laughs) You're that guy from Holy Grail with his arms and legs cut off. Yeah, very bad. (laughs) It's just a Still guarding your bridge. Um, Okay. What has happened in the last two months that we might have missed by not checking in once every week? Jeremy, you go first because you're the one that I have not seen in so long. Um, what's what's happened? I well, I did the whole the whole class thing. That bad boy's all done, uh, which is great. Uh, grading is a lot, and I don't like it. Uh, and uh, frequently working is hard. Uh, my child has grown. Uh, my wife and I have grown closer together. Okay. We did this. We, we we did this thing where we decided that uh, listeners may now know that I kind of have like the summer season off with my wife, which everyone was like, "Oh, that's really cool. That's really neat." But what you do subconsciously to yourselves is you book everything for when you have time. Right. And then you realize, like, uh, Ellen the was meeting with a, Ellen was meeting with a friend. And they're like, well, what's a morning we can meet up? And Ellen looked at the family calendar we have and literally said at the beginning of July, August 14th. Are you kidding? Ellen. No. It's, it was, That's you need bananas. to make some me time. It's both of us. It's crazy. We really have to, like, be careful about what we do next time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, we just both did it kind of subconsciously. And, like, we're like, oh, there'll be time for this. You know, we'll do this at this point. We want to take a little family trip we'll do a day trip here oh we're gonna have a play date with it you know and it just it's gone it's gone you guys summer's, summer's gone, gone. <laughs> i'm tired summer of hearing barely, about it the summer's barely cracked your little eyes open and you're you're saying it's done it's already over it's already over um what else is what else has happened what else i don't know sean i went to the movies a lot Aww. did you this is what i would like to hear i bet we saw the same film uh, yeah, it's of course Guardians Three. Oh, I was gonna say uh, Indiana Jones DFD. I haven't been able to make it yet. Okay, it's great. Mm-hmm. I will be talking about it in this episode. 
this upcoming my mother, episode. My mother said it was exciting and loud. <laughs> that was our review. <laughs> and honestly, pretty pretty on point. <laughs> nice. Don. <laughs> Sonia, how about you? How was you? You were abroad as well. And by abroad, I mean in this country, but abroad yeah. from Saskatchewan. In a real city. But, I went to a real city yeah. of Toronto. Toronto, if you're not Canadian, I guess. Um, I was there for an, an academic conference presenting some research. It was very exciting. I was very nervous. And then, of course, as soon as I finished doing it, I was like, oh, I didn't need to be nervous for that at all. Um, Classic. <laughs> it would have been helpful to feel that way in advance. Um, oh, a bunch of like-minded people who wanted to talk to me about the thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was really nice, actually. Um, and also, Sweet. there were not that many people there. Um and I was lucky enough to be there uh, during Toronto Pride. So I saw some of my all-time favorite drag queens, including mother herself, Sasha Colby, for free at a giant outdoor stage with thousands of people. Um, I also saw Jimbo and others. Um, <laughs> I, went, uh, I went to the Pride Jimbo Parade, and, and it was thousands and thousands of people in the streets proclaiming their love and support for queer people. And that was very touching and beautiful. Um, I got a really stupid sunburn. Um, I started oh, a no. new job for the summer and something of big personal import is happening <laughs> this week that I don't know if I'm <laughs> gonna talk about it on the radio, but I'm excited about it. So lots going on, I'm very tired. I'm just saying we support you shaving your head. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you. We're all, we're all on board. I think. Can, can you describe that. what your sunburn was? Um, well, I can actually show it to you live on the Zoom. Um, there we go. It sort of looks phallic a little. Is that, is that, a, is that a ghost? What is that? <laughs> uh, that's just me. So for listeners, because famously radio is, is an audio medium. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to describe, the upper part of my arm is quite red still two weeks later. But there's a, a funnily shaped splotch in the middle of my tricep area did um, a bird poop because, on it and hide no the i just did a spectacularly bad job putting on sunscreen at the pride parade i was very excited and i guess i just didn't rub it in at all i don't know i don't know how it happened um <laughs> you just sprayed the sunscreen in the air and it was the let, it was the liquid kind that's the worst part about it like how do you get that wrong i don't know i did well, i managed well i mean it. you did you did it yeah you do somehow that's wild, dude. I don't even know how you... I don't either. You, pl you, you played a prank on yourself. <laughs> I did. I think, I think that you should feel better about yourself because we, in the last month, have seen several several of our friends have extremely stupid sunburns. Mm, that's true, actually. So, <laughs> exactly the specific one you referred to. Very, very funny-shaped, uh, uh, silly ones. Would, would you guys like to hear uh, a fun fact about me that I maybe have shared on the show before? Please. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a new thing, and like, ultimately, it'll be bad for me. I don't do the best job with the sunscreen and whatnot. Mm. Okay, uh, but I have never had a sunburn. What? Really? Yeah, I just oh, get I darker. I think I remember being incredulous about this before. Yes, I think so. Uh, anyway, I did some shingling the other day, which what? FYI would would not recommend. No, you got on the roof. Would not. Oh my! Oh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's done, but I just got like, there were parts of my body that were very red and it was like, oh, sunburns are coming. And then I woke up, no dice. That's so annoying, honestly. Darker. You are yeah. a swarthy gentleman and you, you don't get a sunburn. Nope. Now, if I, that was me, I'd be, I'd have sopping blisters like for the next month, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the people I was roofing with, we actually debated about like, if it would be less effort to get like a small bathtub and fill it with UV blocking goo and everyone could just slide through that as it opposed has a to name, have to reapply. You know. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the UV blocking goo. goo. Oh, yeah. oh I, I, I assumed this wouldn't be sunscreen and would be UV blocking goo. Oh. Like like Different get more texture. industrial with it. Ooh. UVBG. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why, but it makes you feel yucky. It does. It, it makes you feel it like does. you slide it out does. like... Like Neo in The Matrix, just like that kind of goo. <laughs> that's, that's or like what those that's kids for. shows from the 90s where it'd be like, you got the question wrong on the game show and then 
You, you got, got slimed. slimed. You got UV gooed. Yeah. UV gooed. Anyway. UV gooed actually sounds like an author now that you say it more and more. <laughs> <laughs> you read yeah. the new series the lover, by UV gooed? The Lover's Lament by UV gooed. <laughs> yeah. That was actually being published the same times as Goosebumps. Which a lot okay. of people know. Same okay. publisher. Yeah. Okay. R.L. <laughs> Stein is UV good. Okay. <laughs> That's his pseudonym. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Let's get into... Oh, we are talking... You might not know that we're talking about reunions this episode. <laughs> we really went on a tangent. We um, did, What is your... What is your reunion vibes have any either of you had any noteworthy reunions well actually family tenure okay didn't go to a 10-year high school reunion blew right past that it's far in the rearview mirror at this point <laughs> um is there like a 15 or a 20 i don't know but weirdly while i was in toronto at the pride parade with literally thousands of people who what did i suddenly hear but my name being called by an old friend who I have not seen for probably 10 years, but went to all of elementary and high school with. And it was oh a, my God. a very bizarre and exciting reunion. That is a good reunion. Yeah. That's no, that's, yeah. Are they in Toronto? Yeah, but I hadn't looked them up Ooh. because we just fell out of touch a long time ago, but we had and we actually ended f- up hanging out and had a nice time. Oh my wow. God. This is a great reunion story. Yeah, shout out to it Mira. Is. Listen to the episode, Mira. <laughs> I'll send it to her. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I kind of. Well, I have, a, I have an interesting one for this here. Uh, anyway, I was kind of in a sticky situation when I was a younger man. One might say goo. <laughs> yeah, I maybe. Knew it. I knew. <laughs> maybe a gooey, maybe a gooey situation. Anyway, I had a friend who kind of got out of it in like maybe not the best way Mm. we could say that like he sort of like dug a hole out of his situation maybe uh the authorities were involved okay anyway uh jeremy did what he was supposed to and then uh you know over time kind of got alleviated of that issue but then i was able to kind of reunite with my friend who still maybe like not okay with the Anyway, I don't have an answer for this question. That was from Shawshank Redemption. Oh, and I've been my brain. I was like, why is... I thought you lived the most Wonder Bread news to all life. I, didn't know. I was very confused. I, I was trying to think of an answer to this question for a little while now. And I was like, I don't think I have any, like, great... Like, the kind of best real-life version I have is, like, my friend and I, who were, like, best friends we lived together for a while kind of on and off and like just wherever we were going to school we would see each other and he moved a lot so like and then we started playing D online so now i see him every week like that's kind oh, that's of it nice. <laughs> that's nice <laughs> and you went to prison but, together and dug out yeah yeah dug in out. that uh in that little story there i was red and my unnamed mm-hmm. friend was andy dufresne so okay worst friends to have <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, we didn't have a high, we didn't have a ten year reunion either, which I was kind of sad about because I love Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, and I was like, this is gonna, ha- this is everyone's gonna show up, and everyone's going to have something wild that has happened to them. And the secret is, everyone's the exact same, except <laughs> yeah. now have a scar on their face from an oil rig injury or whatever. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> Oh man, that's so common. <laughs> well, life. it's like Sean's honestly, neck of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> me uh, keeping all my digits is pretty rare. Gotta say, and, he, and the fact that you uh, have no children. Well, Mo- so Moose you Jaw- know. Yeah. So we know. Uh, Moose Jaw doesn't do proper reunions. They do like a homecoming every ten years, oh. where they invite ev- everybody back every ten years, like literally as many possible people as they can. And uh, I think I, I think one of those passed me and I was like, I am not going to that. (laughs) But I also think like it was like, I was still in school. Like it was just like three years after, I think. Mm. 
And then the other one was supposed to be in 2020, I guess. Mm. Jeremy, get over there for that reunion. Come on. Well, well, seven, I feel like in it would seven just... years, you can go. Well, I feel like it would just be like a sad real life version of Facebook. Yeah. You know? Everyone just talks in <laughs> memes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Basically. Um, we did. I remember we had a, my family. We've got an Irish Catholic family. It's everyone has 40 cousins or children, I should say, equaling me having a million cousins. Um, yep. And we had a big family reunion that they made like T-shirts for. It was like a it was a really big, like ex- extravagant event. Mm. Um, and that was very exciting. But I was maybe like 12. So mm. but I'm I'm like, honestly, I would love that again. Yeah, mm. I I feel like I don't remember any of those people. And I'm a lot more um, interesting of a person now than I was when I was 12. I don't know. I picture 12-year-old Sean just, like, chatting with all your all the middle-aged aunts. <laughs> like, so, Kathy, I was probably, how's the divorce? I was probably interesting in a different way. I was probably, like, wearing, like, a vest and, like, acting, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> acting like an adult, but I'm a, a child, like, chugging Kool-Aid. Yeah. In your vest. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. I, it's hard. It's hard because I can picture that really well in my yeah. mind. Like we all agree that the vest is white. We all just knew that, and I don't know how we all knew that. No, I was I went, picturing no, a denim vest. I went through oh. a bit of a. I went through a bit of like a costume phase. Like mm. you went I'm through still, it. Like I'm you're still, already, you're out of that. I'm yeah, still living. Like, wait, why did I not belong to that? As though that wasn't preposterous. That, that, that of phase of your life has concluded. I do still yeah. live in costume phase, but like there was a while where. The dramatic society that was in my town, I would just like cruise through and take things for my own like <laughs> like things. So I'd be wearing like top hats, like as real clothes. It was, you know, it's like, it was a, he was a weird boy. Okay, there was. I love Sean with my whole being. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Okay. Well, then let's get into reunions on film. Um, what did you guys watch this week? Well, I somehow had never seen Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. Okay. And so mm-hmm. I very gleefully and joyfully corrected that this week. And you guys, I friggin loved it. You're like, uh, unpopular opinion. Like, like oh it. my God, it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Okay, her voice is inspirational. Like, I don't know what she channeled into to be like, this is the voice I'll be using, but it is an inspired choice. Absolutely. Mira Sorvino, (laughs) our hat's off to you. We, My top hat is off to you. (laughs) When she's like, I cut my foot earlier and my shoe's filling with blood. If you'll excuse me. (laughs) Like, like you're the, you look like a bombshell and you sound like a 70 year old Midwestern man. Yeah. (laughs) It really drew, it drew me in so quickly. So if if you somehow don't know, um, and you're somehow like me and you've missed this cultural touchstone, um, the okay, the description of this on IMDB is so rude. Um, two dim-witted, inseparable friends hit the road for their 10-year high school reunion. That is rude. They are bimbos, but they are most certainly not dim-witted. They are inseparable best friends, but they are smart. Yes, they're just bimbos. They're just, well, they seem they seem dimwit like they like they play it. Yeah, but I'm... the whole film mm-hmm. is literally a commentary on how society basically forces women to only focus on their appearance and only value themselves for that, and the like fallout of not being able to kind of like meet these various societal standards. And it's so brilliant, like. I don't know. I think also through a like 2023 lens when there kind of has been like, I don't know if you guys are on this corner of the internet, but the kind of like rise of the bimbo, like a, a bimbo sans. Um, there's a bimbo sans. I'm celebrating in himbo sans. And himbo sans. Ken yeah. obviously oh. is really carrying the torch on that at the moment. Um, 
But yeah, like just so many incredible performances. So it stars Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow. Um, some incredible work by Janine Garofalo as the yes. iconic Heather Mooney. Uh, Alan <laughs> yeah. Cumming as the nerd turned millionaire. Like it's just, it's so good. It's so camp. It's so 1997. The outfits are fully relevant now. The outfits are precisely on trend right now like you could wear them as a look to the barbie premiere it's wild absolutely lisa kudrow's um deadpan delivery of being a bimbo is so good it's incredible because <laughs> and when she just is wearing that madonna um hair to her high school <laughs> to her grad but no one really like comments on it <laughs> oh man Really yeah, it great. is very, it's surreal and it's stupid and it's so heartwarming. Um, but yeah, just like the conceit of going to your reunion where you're only 28 and everyone trying to be like reinvent themselves or project themselves as something and realizing everyone is just as flawed. And also when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, these are adults. Like all these, <laughs> all these women are pregnant, like all these people, but like a 28 year old is still pretty much a kid honestly yeah well especially now but also a lot of them look 40 like not to be rude they look good but just like it's that movie thing where it's just like they look older and it's especially funny i think this is maybe somewhat intentional but there are these like flashback scenes at the beginning when it's kind of establishing like that romeo and michelle weren't really popular they were kind of loners in high school and kind of were outside of the whole structure but just like it really jarred me at first during those flashback scenes because it's all the same actors playing their teenage selves and it's it's that grease thing where you're like that's a 45 year old woman (laughs) (laughs) but it is also the thing like we all got very used to older people playing younger roles and like that was a thing in the 90s with your beverly hillses and whatnot Oh, and absolutely. Uh, they were doing it just to get around like child labor laws, which I guess are easier to deal with now because I do feel like a lot of new shows have children in them. And doing um, wild things. But I think oh, like yeah. a 22 year old, while still looking young, to us is like, oh, that's a child. Yes. True. But uh, I know I feel like they might be actually, I feel like there's a lot more like accuracy in terms of casting young actors whereas like the thing where they're still casting like a super old man and a young woman is just like still just the way it was uh i do have a question for you guys and i don't know if you looked it up or watched it but did you see romeo michelle in the beginning at any point in time in your life in the beginning that's so in 2000 in 2005 they made a prequel uh starring Alexandra Brackenridge and Catherine Heigl. What are you <laughs> yes. saying to me? Is it this awful? is all real? I could I didn't watch it all. Oh. I just like I'm I am certain I watched three minutes of this as like a TBS situation. Um, but uh, I was wondering if you guys had seen it and oh. had any love for it. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> See if Ugh. this whole movie is worse than those flashback scenes, Sanj. <laughs> well, they weren't bad. It just was they should have. They should have just got Lisa Kudrow to dust off her her wig and get back in it, and just not reference Honest- that she's 10, 20 years older. <laughs> Honestly, that probably would have been funnier. Yeah. Then, yeah, but it's the whole vibe of like, uh, you guys. This well, this is unrelated, but like you've seen Superstar. Mm. Yes. With, uh, yeah. And like, has it lodged, like, has it worked in your brain that the love interest is Will Ferrell? Like, did that, has that happened to you I yet? I forgot. I forgot. That's I, weird. It's, it's, my, it's mind blowing. And when you watch it, you're like, this is horrible. This doesn't make any sense. This I know. And, yeah. and I, did we already say that we should do a SNL movie? Yes. But we should write it down. We'll because. It's a good idea, but it might be a lot of crap movies, gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good ones. There's some There's good some... ones. There's some good ones. <laughs> but if it's a character developed from SNL, I don't know. 
Like, it's kind of meant to be a bite-sized chunk. I don't know if it can sustain it two hours. Um, and also, Romy and Michelle ends with an extremely surreal dance sequence with Alan Cumming that I sometimes think about performing. <laughs> I would like you to. In part or in whole? Um, obviously in whole. <laughs> yes. You gotta wait for those TikToks to really get longer, Sean. Well, and I need you to can do ten minutes now. Like you can, you yeah. can you? Oh yes, baby. Oh, um, I didn't but know I need two game people with me. Oh, looking at two show. game people on this Zoom call right now. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I'll do no promises. Okay, well, we'll take a minute, minute to see who's going to play which role, and we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be back talking reunions in a moment on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. And we're back on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We'll be back talking reunions after we play a little game, lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa! Uh, for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally seven seconds this week Whoa. looking at, for a title related to our topic that these two have d- 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 definitely not seen. Okay. Uh, I tell them, I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. And we all have a great time. Guys, you, you ready to play the game? You seem so Are confident. So confident today, you guys. So confident. If you know this. It might be a double points day. I would be fine with that. Okay. That's yeah. totally fine. Sonia's stressed out. <laughs> I hate it when he this says week... that. Then I want to do it for real. <laughs> this week's title is Fatal Reunion. Fatal Reunion. That title, that title again. Fatal Reunion. Okay. I want to go first so that Sean doesn't say what I'm going to say. Okay, Good you call. go. Good call. Okay, I think this is a sequel to the iconic... 90s uh what drama? <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I was trying to think of the decade 80s oh, 90s I... <laughs> okay, um okay. Uh, thriller what, what what do they call that like a i was gonna say romantic thriller like like those sexy <laughs> that's something sexy. erotic like, erotic like, thriller erotic yes. thriller uh featuring glenn close um mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the two main characters awkwardly run into each other again in the afterlife having oh met a violent she she holding a rabbit yeah yeah sanj in that movie do you find out that one of them killed the other is that not what happens at the end of fatal attraction like like at, at the end of fatal attraction there's no no uh uh there is there is no spirits meeting or anything, no, anything but, like that. Right. Doesn't but one of them... Michael Douglas Michael Douglas puts Glenn down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're talking about like the the, the movie takes place in the spirit realm. Yeah. After so what yes. the way I envision it is Yes. Okay, she, I understand. It's after he has died, maybe of natural causes a while later. So after living a half She's also been stewing. Sequel. She's been stu- oh yeah. Mm. Oh, She's no, been turning She's been turning that lamp on and off for the last 50 years. <laughs> she's had a long time to, get to up stay up mad. To the... Oh, she's staying mad. <laughs> That's the tagline. She's had a long time to if, stay mad. If you stay mad, you don't have to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, Sanj. Thank yeah, you. You're what welcome. a great idea. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Sean. Paranormal. Okay. So I believe <laughs> it is about two, um, they're like, uh, two morgue employees for like crime scenes um, that used to work together and have and like be lovers and then they had they broke up and they have not worked together for like 10 years and then a case mm-hmm. brings them together where they both <gasps> have to work on this they have they each have these two bodies that are like something weird is going on but it's like very similar to the other one so then they have to compare notes and get in the same space and they have a, the, a fatal attraction, or wait, a fatal reunion. <laughs> comes, <Gotcha. laughs> it began as a fatal attraction, and now a fatal reunion where they both uh, are piecing together this crime story with their with their wits, but also someone's trying to to get them as well. So they're also fighting against that. Yeah, 
That's what I believe. Okay, wow. Thank you both so much uh, for those ideas that are honestly probably better than whatever this is. You always say that. I know, but pay us what we're worth, Jeremy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's go on strike, Sean. Preach. Preach. Uh, There is this whole thing when you set up the game that, like, there's movies that are bad, and you can, like, get to their Wikipedia page and read that they're bad. And then there's movies that don't have a Wikipedia page. Mm. Okay, that's dark. And that's that's when you know that mm, maybe, no. mm, maybe not maybe not the way to go. Um, okay, uh, Fatal Reunion is from 2005, direct to video, TV 14, uh, and it stars uh, a bunch of people I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. The only one that I maybe have possibly heard of is Erica. Elenic, and she was on Baywatch. Apparently, do you guys watch Baywatch? No, I love we Baywatch. We should do a Baywatch episode. <laughs> Just kidding. Have you seen it? I've okay, never seen like, an I've episode never. of Baywatch. I've never. I would. I would watch it based on what I know about it, which is Pamela I Anderson mean, running. Yeah, like I watched that the sounds... Pamela documentary, and they showed a few clips, and that's the most I've literally ever seen. Yeah, she's it, great anyway, in it, though. CJ, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling through this this cast, and I have no idea who any of these people are. Uh, if you're interested, p- please look it up. I will now read the entire Fatal Reunion entry, not on Wikipedia, because that doesn't exist. Um, but uh, Alanik, who is the actress, is a housewife, unhappy in her marriage, who despi- who decides to, quote, spice it up, quote, end quote, a little bit. But she gets more than she bargained for when mm-hmm. she contacts an old high school classmate mm-hmm. she once had a crush on. Uh-oh. Bomb, bomb, bomb! Uh, it is. Uh, you guys definitely like nailed the theme in yeah. terms of like, it is like a fatal attraction vibed thing. Um, also, oddly enough, kind of looks like a Hallmark movie. Oh. I'll bet it is. I'll bet it's like a like a Lifetime original sort of thing. Maybe it's, it's the got vibe. the it's it's got that like that crew the like, lighting finished yeah. that Lifetime movie and then went to that movie mm. like that's what happened. Or they shot it at night for extra money. Like one of those two things. They're like, you can have this set for half price if it's that. <laughs> if, if you do it at night. That's fair. Uh, you guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank, thank you, you so much. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, what have you watched yeah. this week? Well, uh, I took... What? That was it was so forceful. I don't know. I really liked it. Oh, oh. I was just gonna. I was just gonna answer. I was uh, like, did I call I... him the wrong name? I was. Grammy, what did you watch? I'm today? not Grammy. Greg. I'm not Greg. Sean. Um, uh, I took the opportunity to watch my favorite re- reunion movie. I, I actually was able to watch a few, but the one I always want to talk about is, of course, Gross Point Blank. Yeah. Uh, oh which is yeah. Probably. Probably one of my top ten movies of all time at this point, I think. And I watched uh, it anyway, on your suggestion. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's just so it's just so good. Um, John Cusack plays Martin Blank, who had like a freak out at the end of high school and joined the army, and then became a hitman. And now he's re- returning home for his high school reunion, and everyone's freaking out because no one knew what happened to him. But plot twist: actually, the plot twist is that it's his high school reunion. Because he's going there to try and murder somebody. Like, that's kind of why he's there. And then uh, his secretary, who's played by his sister, um, right. tries to get him to, yeah. I, I must got, have watched this for Cusack, or like si- I think so, sibling yeah. rivalry. Yeah. Because it was and, a two for one. Um, it's also got Minnie Driver, who does an amazing job. It has Alan Arkin, who does an amazing job. And he actually plays his therapist over the phone only so he's just in a room acting alone as is uh joan cusack and then uh dan Aykroyd kind of plays the villain which is this other hitman who wants uh martin to unionize he wants to join the union (laughs) like it's just it's just so crazy and it works so well and i just i just don't know how like i i don't i don't know how it works and how it like comes together but as i've become a 35 year old man watching it now because he's like 28 or 30 or something uh, he should be 28 if it's his 10 year i think that's how it works anyway but um you know 
he's never not been an adult. I don't understand how I'm older than him in this depiction currently. But uh, there are a lot of feelings I have about, like, returning home and it being weird. And, mm. like, of course, my mom's house hasn't been turned into a 7-Eleven where I have a gunfight. Because that would be crazy. But, um, you know, it, it does just kind of have this sort of cherry on top. And it is sort of one of these John Cusack movies, which I just love. Like, I just love these weird kind of nonsensy movies. Uh, and it's about people coming together. Yeah. They re- reunite. Uh, yeah. Man, you talk about your childhood home. I also, like, my parents left my childhood home and then we burnt it to the ground and so the house that they live in currently i've never like had a bedroom and i do feel like a visitor or like i have no memories in this home it's really weird sean when you go stay there do you stay in the same room or do you have to get moved around based on who else is there i i moved around constantly i'm on a i'm a couch here i'm on a basement there (laughs) i'm (laughs) sometimes the dog is like yeah, I'm a nomad. Um, well, thank you for that, Jeremy. Um, I will talk to you about a little reunion that I had, and it's with a man named Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. Because I because bum, I went bum, to bum. I went to Dial of Destiny in the theater, and I was a little nervous because I was like, "What if it's really bad?" But it's not. It's really fun. It's extremely uh, kooky adventure. It's everything you want. There's like a mm-hmm. kid that is there. Like it's very like it has all He's the around. Indiana Jones things. Um, it the opening is like I guess I don't. It's there's not a spoiler, but the opening sequence is him CGI'd as a young Indiana Jones. Oh, and no. then, um, and it's kind of Polar Expressy, but it also is also really good. And then the rest of the film he is the age that he is currently as he's like you know aging professor ready to retire and then oh he's swept up in another adventure and it's like it's wild but it's really fun although i will say that there's so the the thing when indiana jones like you know hijacks a horse or like jumps off of like a bridge or whatever when he's young it mm-hmm. seems very adventurous, but when he's old, it really feels like he's having a dementia, like, attack. <laughs> like, I, I feel like everyone is like, like, he's just like, help, they're after me, and like, grabs a horse, and, and everyone's like, oh. No one's after you, you Grandpa. It's just Yeah, it's mailman. literally like, are you okay? We need to, does anyone know him? That's like the vibe that I was getting when he was like sprinting down the street as everyone's like, ooh, are you Okay. <laughs> Uh, but, did you, you know, but he's being pursued by assassins, but everyone else is did, like, ooh. Did um, you guys watch The Irishman? Um, I did not. That's part they, of it. Where they de-aged De Niro? Yeah, I couldn't that's get past it. Some, and did they, do, uh, did they do that the whole film? They Not the whole, like, he does get older, right? So at some point, they kind of like, and uh, they actually did an amazing job on Joe Pesci, and I don't know how they did that. Like, I, I don't know what, and... I well, as an aside, I felt like we were robbed. Like Joe Pesci's performance was so good, I felt like his typecasting into the past actually hurt because he just did like it's just such a different character for him. Anyway, um, they de-aged him and he looked pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, especially like a half hour in, like after he's done being young. Uh, but in that half hour and then throughout, like you mentioned, Sean, he still moved like an eighty-year-old yeah. man. Right, and, like so, it was just this weird, like almost gorilla-like thing. And his voice was was old man too. So he'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" But <laughs> but in like a young, beautiful Harrison Ford, it's very it was very weird. But at at the same token, like this is not the first indie flashback we've had. Mm-hmm. Like in the third one, it starts off with him being a young man, and it's just a different actor. And that's all we need. No, that's we get okay. a we get a River Phoenix in there or whoever was it him? Is that who was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we could do that. Come on. Um. Uh, who played young Indiana Jones? Who 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 was that? This is my. Were they available? It's a Phoenix, is what my guess is. 
Sean Patrick F- Flannery? I don't oh, know. Never, never heard of his yep. name in my life. <laughs> Sounds Irish. Well, never mind. Um, but yeah, it has everything you want. It has like crazy tunnels, like a thousand year old skeleton, like perfectly preserved or whatever. <laughs> um, and as I said, like a child suddenly involved in the caper. And it's just really great summer fun. And I suggest it. Oh, nice. Good. That's good to hear. Jeremy, you're yeah, holding but... your, you're like clutching your pearls. Yeah. You yeah. No, I was just having flashbacks to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And like, oh, yeah. yeah, it it was so bad. And I don't know if you, if you, uh, if I will say that the third the... act gets a little kooky loogie in this one as well, but I think you're along for the ride. Okay. Well, that's fair. Uh, but there is like, there was the depiction from South Park about what they were doing to Indiana Jones and I'll let people search it if they're interested in that. There's a bit of a trigger warning there anyway, <laughs> okay. but, um, <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, it is just a thing that like, you know, I am I am one for the good old late sequel, and it worked in Blade Runner, right? And it kind of didn't work in Star Wars, and now I just have no faith in it. And, like, I really like um, Harrison Ford a lot, especially, like, I, I don't know if you guys... Is it called Shrinking? Where he and... Mm, I haven't watched uh, it, but... It's pretty good. It's I've actually really interesting. And... He's not acting the way like he's it's a different kind of role for him and he's good at it. Like he's just it's just a good show. Anyway, I'm just like kind of bummed. <laughs> We're just like are we doing Indiana Jones again? Like couldn't come up with another, you know. Yeah. Just anything else. Nope. Had to be had to be this again. Anyway, I'm better now. That's okay. I'm still going to see. Well, in a perfect I, world, the strikes yeah. will topple the studio system and then we can live in a different film landscape. Dang, wouldn't that just be boss though? Like, like yeah. would, that would be the best. Oh, also There's just a version of just this? a quick note: solidarity to the strikers. We haven't yeah, said that, real. but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just assumed. for a reference, it's we, presumed. We wrote we wrote none of this show down before we recorded. No, it, just so everyone We're, knows, we are not this scabs. Is, this is talk talk radio. This is not the time. Um, but there is, I have this little dream where everyone just throws their hands up and then they just start releasing stuff on YouTube and like they get paid from like, oh, just watch five minutes of ads before the movie and then everyone gets paid and then watch the movie. Like that's, that's the new model. I would love that. That would be great. Well, cause there are no problems with YouTube as a, cor- as nope, a corporation or business it's, model. It's, but it's better than the other, like it's, eh, it's, well, that's anyway. the, that's our best option. Uh, you, the, a anyway. version of YouTube that's a co-op. That's my vision. Maybe, honestly. That would be sweet. WeTube. <laughs> exactly, Sean. <laughs> and that's why we missed you. <laughs> um, okay, Sonia. What did you else, what did you, else did you watch? <laughs> I cannot speak. <laughs> you, I Anything else? It was a big week of checking off movies that have been on my list forever that it's like wild Mm. i haven't seen um and this is one of those movies that i think was just like in my mind as like an important movie um have you guys seen the big chill yeah (laughs) Um, share that (laughs) the tone of your voice okay i have some thoughts about what jeremy think i don't i don't know just before we get into it were you like does it not just bum you out so hard it's it is sad. I don't know. Not as much as some other things, weirdly. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like it is really sad. The premise of the film is that a group of friends from college who have like lost touch with each other are reunited when a member of their group dies by suicide. Um Oh my god, first wives and, club. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um Yeah, and like they come to his funeral and it's hosted by like like they basically they all stay in this big house um, uh, of the characters played by Glenn Close and Kevin Klein, and it's just them. Like I don't know, it's very like existential and um, a lot of them kind of like thinking about how things have changed over the years and kind of taking stock of where they are. And you know, there's lots of people sleeping with each other and late night drunken conversations and stuff. Um, but it's an incredible cast. 
Um, okay, Glenn I did Close, not know that this is what it was about, and now William I'm very Hurt, Jeff Goldblum, Tom Berenger, um, Mary Kay Place. Weirdly, Kevin Costner plays the friend who dies, but we never mm-hmm. see him. Like we only see parts of his body. So it's I was confused when I looked it up and saw that. I was like, I feel that you probably didn't need to spend the money for Costner. Although maybe in '83. You didn't have to spend. The he didn't. Money for yeah, maybe. Um, well, that might have been like a big get. For yeah, like, I don't know. You know, like you know. But the, but you wouldn't know he was his... in the movie. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And I think like it's weird because uh, this also has like Saint Elmo's Fire vibes to mm. me in terms of like it is kind of like a a moment in movies. That yeah. was like, here's why all these people are important, and like, they might like Jeff Goldblum. Gold, good lord, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, got like established. You know, he did other things, but like this was like his like big moment, and now he's like kind of locked in, in the same way that like a lot of these people are. Like Tom Berenger just like went on to do like Sniper. You know, like mm. it's just like a weird thing, but like they were he was in the Big Chill, so it's fine. Y- you know. Anyway, um. This movie, yeah, this movie just fills me with dread. Like, I absolutely, yeah, like, I just, like, I'm very, I don't know if I, like, watched it too young or something, Mm. but, like, all these people just sort of, like, freaking out, and I remember thinking, yes, and I remember, because they do try and put a bow on it at the end, like, they're, like, they kind of resolve things, and, like, everyone's gonna be okay, kind of, because of these decisions, you know, and, like, a lot of them, I feel really uncomfortable about Well, yeah, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe I just, it's a different reading of the film, but, like, to me, it's not a happy ending. Like, a bunch of them sort of make the choice to go back to their lives as though they haven't Mm -hmm. unearthed all of these thoughts and feelings and realized that they're not, that they're deeply unhappy in their lives. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and it also has a great soundtrack. (laughs) I feel like that's probably the most cliche thing, but... It's really good. It's true. No, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a great movie, but it does like. It's a lot. I should watch it again. Yeah, I should watch it again as an older. It's like watching um, Steel Magnolias. You know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, it's just like, oh, it's going to be this. And I don't know if I want to do that today. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And like the, the fact that it can do it to me means it's a good movie. That's true. It's good. So, yeah. Um, Anyway. Yeah, I'd rather, well. I would rather watch something else that's horrible, I guess. Well, yeah. There that's was like fair. a period, there was a period of time, you all don't, might not remember, but the like year after COVID, the COVID lockdown, I was like, if I watch anything with the slightest thread of sadness, I will uh, dissolve. So I'm watching the craziest <laughs> things. I still weave kind of in and out of that phase. Yeah. Mm. No, it's fair. No, I, yeah. There's like, I don't know if they're blacklisted for me, but there are just our, we should have a show just about like dreadful movies <laughs> that make us feel horrible. Not like dreadful yeah. movies, but movies Full of dread. dread. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, that fill us with dread. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's the, a kind of a good one, even though dread it's filling. a really, it's a really <laughs> it dark sounds... episode theme, but yeah, I that's kind good. of, I'll write it, down. it is a good one. Well, I'll just cry through the whole thing. It'll be fun. I always cry anyway, so. Well, there you go. Through the show? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, Um, Jeremy, did you watch anything else? I did watch. I watched a lot of stuff, but there is one thing I would like to talk about um, that is a reunion, but it's not necessarily a movie about reunions. Um, Was it last year or the year before that Top Gun Maverick came out? (laughs) This year. It's a... It, was it no? Was it? Two, I think it was this. I think it was this spring. No, it could have because it was nominated for oh, Oscar. An Oscar. Okay. Yeah. Times okay. a lot. Anyway, last year's. Yes, uh, that's true. Um, anyway, th- it's a fine movie. It's okay. It's better than the first Top Gun. It brought the film industry back. Tom Cruise, yada yada. Like it is all whatever it is. Anyway, have you you guys have you seen it? No. No. <laughs> so uh, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, at, w- at one point, uh, so there's a few points in the movie where they make reference to Iceman, who's Val Kilmer's character from 
the previous Top Gun. Right. And, like, it was just a thing that was, like, kind of sad because, like, Val Kilmer's very sick and he was dealing with a lot of health issues at the time and all these sorts of things. Um, but he was in the movie for a scene because he was able to shoot for a day. And I thought that that was, like, so incredibly touching. Mm. And I it was the biggest reaction I had throughout the whole thing. And my jaw literally dropped because they wrote in that he was sick in the movie, so he used, a, a like, a thing to help him talk. And he did deliver a couple of lines. And it was just, like, actually a very impactful moment to kind of have those guys be able to do the th- like to actually be able to do it again and it fit the film and it really made sense and uh just reunion wise i think it's actually like a really important moment mm. in terms of like what they were able to do to even just get him involved at all because he was such a big part of the previous movie which is important to a lot of people but uh, I just thought it was really cool. And we have to remember like, that, that is, the Iceman yeah. was correct. He is yeah. not the villain. He yeah. was like, there are safety issues and you're a maniac. And he's like, oh, you, yeah. oh, you get off my back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just spo- spoiler alert. And just so everyone knows the right thing happened. Maverick is never able to get promoted because he's still too dangerous and stuff. And then Val Kilmer's character is like a general because okay. he's he like did, i keep telling you over and over <laughs> <laughs> he's passionate about safety regulations yes he just does what he's supposed to do so. that that reminds you me know. of the lat like when they had the new season of twin peaks like it yes. was you know six years ago or whatever and the log lady was in it and she had a really intense scene um very existentially too um and then that the actress like was really sick and she died like very soon after filming, like a month or something. And then, Mm. but she was like in the series and it was also like pretty dark and like Mm. weird to have her, but also like amazing. It it was a really weird feeling Mm -hmm. to be like, for someone to be doing a performance when they've already passed. Yeah. Carrie Fisher vibes. And also like, and very no. Oh my God, Carrie Fisher just has a, a film come out like this month. What? Did she? Where her and Rita Ora played witch sisters. <laughs> what? But it's been but it's been Wait, delayed am I for like right now. It's been it was delayed for like four years because it was apparently terrible. But then oh somehow God. it so somehow her like that's la- gonna be her last film. Her legacy is her being like a witch sister to like Rita Ora. Oh God, it have been such a weird timeline. We really do. Holy cow! Well, with that, we'd like to thank <laughs> we'd like to thank Saskatoon's the Garys for letting us use their song "Manituna" for our theme song. We'd like to thank everyone here at CJTR and all of you at home for le- lending us your ears. We are broadcast Wednesdays at six. Fridays at 3, and are available as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Play, and everywhere else podcasts are played. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, so give us a follow, and have a good night. Bye. Bye. See ya.